Welcome to the Small Business Made Simple podcast, where we believe a website with a clear message never confuses, beats the competition, and grows your business. I am your host, Sam Moss. Welcome to 2020, everyone. You know, 2019 was such a great year for me, and I hope it was really the same for you. And even with a great year behind me, I am really excited for 2020, and I hope that you are as well. Um, I have never really been much of a New Year New Year's resolution kind of person, um, but this year I really took some time to plan out some goals for my business. Um, you know that I would like to focus on in 2020. So instead of making a resolution uh, for the year, what I did is I just spelled out in detail the steps I need to take to make it to my goals by the end of the year. 2020. So today on the podcast, I had Dusty Hewitt, who is the owner of Long Run Communications in Corning, New York, on the show to talk about goal setting for 2020 and why it is important for the success of your business. Um, You know, this episode is obviously fitting because it's the beginning of the new year. Uh, So without further ado, here is my interview with Dusty Hewitt. Dusty, thank you so much for joining me on Small Business Made Simple. It is really great to have you here for our first episode of the new year. It's so great to be with you. Thank you for the invitation, Sam, and Happy New Year. Absolutely. Thanks, man. So can you share for a few minutes you know, what you do, what your uh, business, Long Run Communications, does, and a little bit of your history? Yeah, of course. So Long Run Communications um, started uh, about two years ago. Um, and uh, essentially, the the, or- the business uh, provides writing, content development, and strategy and planning to clients in both the nonprofit and for profit sectors. Uh, so I've been working sort of in this in this realm and in this world for about twenty years. Uh, so I really, you know, it's something that I, I like to do a lot, and um, I, I've gotten the chance since I started this business to to work with some really cool people. So I'm doing great work. And I feel like, you know, if you do it strategically and in an organized fashion, you you really can see clearly the impact you're having. So I, uh, I, I get a lot out of that. That's awesome. What made you what made you kind of want to start your own business? You know, um, I think it had been something that I had thought about for a long time. And um, <laughs> frankly, we had started a, a retail business about a year prior and being a part of that and kind of, for me, stumbling through that process and learning along the way, uh, made it far less intimidating. <laughs> and so when it came time to, to pull the trigger on this, it was like, oh, great, I can do this. I know how to do this. Yeah. <laughs> so since this is the beginning of the new year, what a better time to talk about this. Um, but can you just explain for us what the difference is between a short and a long term goal? And then once you're done explaining the difference, can you explain why it's really important to set those goals for our businesses? Yeah, absolutely. So you know, the short and long-term goals do not exist in, in, in sort of their own columns or vacuums, or at least they shouldn't. Um, they really need to be uh, closely related. The short-term goals need to be supportive of the long-term goals. Because if you're working mm-hmm. on anything at all that's, you know, that's a today thing or a this week thing, or frankly, even a this year thing, that's not somehow linked to a longer-term thing that you want to accomplish, you know, you're, you're just doing things in, in, a, in, a, in a spiral, in like, like a little bit of a well, like, like in a silo, people like to use that. You're, you're operating here without any care for what might be taking place over here. And, uh, you know, that's no good. You're not going to get where you need to be. Mm -hmm. Um, so how can we be planning out these objectives for the new year? Because we, we obviously know what they are, but how can we be planning them out? I mean, this is obviously for the new year and then beyond that. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's funny. It's January, so it's it, on the one hand, it feels like a great time to to be doing this um, and to be sort of thinking this way about goal setting. And if that's mm-hmm. you know resonating for anybody listening, that's great. Um, a lot of people though start this process, you know, much earlier. So they're thinking about as they you know look forward to the year, they're putting their budgets together, and that process in a in an organization really ought to be closely tied to to the goals and objectives for the coming year, frankly, because you don't, you know, I don't know how you might, you know, decide what kind of funding or what kind of budget you might need to spend and what you're going to spend money on if you don't understand, you know, what goals you're spending in support of. So I'll, I'll say that first, but then, you know, moving toward in terms of uh, figuring out how to set those goals, it's a pretty significant process. If you, if you really follow, uh, if you want to follow a process and have it be an organized, uh, you know, an organized thing that you're doing, um, you want to do a couple of things. You want to start by, you know, kind of taking a look around at both inside, internally and externally um, and look at, you know, what are what have been your past practices, both with respect to goal setting, but also with respect to the actual operations of your business um, or, or your organization, I should say, because in, in my case, I really do serve, you know, like I said, both organizations and businesses. Um, so you want to do that, that benchmarking. You want to look at the competition. You want to see what other folks are doing out there. You want to make sure to solicit employee input. And this is especially important for organizations that are large and have multiple locations, multiple sites. It is really, really easy for people at at sites who never see the folks who are doing the goal setting and never interact with them to feel very disconnected from the goal setting. And That's if really they true. feel disconnected, they're not going to be as aligned, right, with the organization's work and, and you know, toward those goals. Um, mm-hmm. So that's really critical. Um, when you set the goals, you know, this seems super, super obvious, but I can't tell you how many people that I've worked with who just, you know, kind of struggle to do this. They need to be measurable and they need to be clearly assigned. The components and steps to them need to be clearly assigned to individuals and teams for accountability purposes, right? Because you, you don't know whether you've accomplished a thing if you can't measure it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once you have those goals, you know, you got to do a couple of things. You got to in an ongoing way, consistently, regularly, repeatedly, you got to communicate them and you got to really think about, you know, what are, who are, who are the people who are going to be hearing the messages about your goals uh, and how can they contribute to the organization's success with respect to those goals? Because again, you know, thinking about that larger organization with many different locations and many different team members, you can, mm-hmm. you can reach out to them and you can say, Hey, these are our goals for the new year. And they're going to go, all right, great. But I'm I'm still sitting here yeah. doing the thing I've always been doing. <laughs> so so if they don't understand how they fit into that, then then it's then that's a that's a problem area. Not only are you sort of potentially disenfranchising them, but you're missing an opportunity to have them contribute, mm-hmm. right? So that's yeah. uh, that's significant. So how can how can we actually be communicating? Can you dive in a little bit deeper into the the communication part? Because it's great to you know tell them the goals, but how do they really grab onto that? And how do you communicate in an effective way that's really going to make them latch onto that vision for the year or even beyond that? Well, that's a really good question. I appreciate that you asked it. Um, there are, if you think about, a, 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 again, let's think about a large organization with, say, 30 locations that are all within a few counties, just for, for the example uh, of, of this discussion. I think one of the first things you've got to do is think about sort of all the different categories of folks that you've got on your team and what sort of work they're doing. You've got to look at mm-hmm. that and you've got to look at that next to your goals and you've got to go, okay, who who in this organization is going to have what to do with each of these goals? That answers the question of how you communicate with them. Sometimes it's a, just a regular update via email. Sometimes it's one-on-one meetings. Sometimes it's built into their performance evaluation. 
Sometimes it's large organization-wide meetings. Sometimes it's parties and celebrations. I don't want to come back to that because that's a really important yeah. piece. Um, but it is not a, it's not a simple thing. It's not as though you can say, you know, I'm going to do a newsletter that's going to update people on the success or, or our progress towards goals. And that's going to check that box. It's not going to check that box. It's not enough. Mm -hmm. Um, and so a regular, not just push communication, but a regular dialogue, a regular engagement with people, um, that allows them to provide your feedback or their feedback to you is, is really, really critical. And can you jump back? So what were you saying about the parties and the, the, well, the fun? So that's one of the things that, um, you know, oftentimes when, especially if an organization's experiencing, you know, financial uh, hardship, it's one of the first okay. things that's really easy to cut, right? Is your celebrations, yeah. your employee parties, <laughs> bonuses, things like that. And I don't and, know if you've seen the, the show, The Office, but yes. that's all I can think of in my mind. <laughs> yes, yes, you're so right. That is a great example. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's really easy to say, you know what? We can't afford it. We're not going to do it. Um, and look, I'm not going to second guess anybody's decision with respect to that. Everybody, every situation is different. But what I will say is mm -hmm. one of the key components when you're, when you're aligning an organization toward major change, especially in case of, of major change, but even in case of minor change, and even in case of just, you're trying to set those goals and get people aligned toward them. Um, one of the key things you've got to do is celebrate the progress, celebrate the milestones and celebrate the successes. Um, mm -hmm. and the reason for that is, you know, a couple of things. One reason, one, one key reason is you've got to be able to, it, it, it does the job, right. Of communicating, Hey, we did this. So if a goal yeah. was, we're going to increase sales in this department by, you know, 10% by July. Well, then in July, like if you did it first, you want people to know you did it, right. First of all, you mm -hmm. know, you could, and you could write that down and send it in an email and that would, that would do it, but it wouldn't. Congratulate the people who had a key role in that success. It wouldn't celebrate the success. It wouldn't build team. So, you know, you're doing a lot with that, with that piece. And it's, and those things are all really yeah. component, uh, important components. We will be back with the rest of my interview with Dusty in just a moment. Have you ever been to a website that totally confused you and lost your interest, you know, in really an, an instant? At One Click Agency, we see this every single day. You know, whether the website has way too many words or it's just too tough to navigate, we have seen it all. And what we have found after seeing of hundreds of websites a year is pretty much every business is making the same five mistakes on their website. So what we did is we wrote a PDF giving away a uh, that we're giving away for free to help correct those mistakes at oneclickagency.com forward slash five website mistakes. Spelled out or with numbers, it doesn't matter. It'll take you to the same spot. See, if you're making one of these five mistakes, they are super easy to fix. They really don't take long at all to really define them. Uh, this is foundational and basic stuff for your website. And if your business is making one of these five mistakes, chances are you have potential customers leaving your website without you even knowing it. So do you want these people visiting your website to engage with your business? Then check uh, to see if you're making one of these five mistakes on your website by going to oneclickagency.com forward slash five website mistakes. It's free. Oneclickagency.com forward slash five website mistakes. And I will explain what they are and how you can fix them. Oneclickagency.com forward slash five website mistakes.
let's go back to like the long term and the short term goal. So let's、mm-hmm. say you are the the owner. Or you're overseeing this this company CEO, whatever it is. A lot of a lot of people you have listening are, are small business owners, so they have some teams below them.、Um, so let's say the owner comes up with a goal of, you know, we are going to see a 25% increase in sales this year. That's the goal, and then、yep. they go ahead and they they build some short-term goals for that. So that means,、uh, let's say per month, the business needs to bring in an extra. Um, five thousand dollars addition to the year before. Okay,、mm-hmm. so that's a, a shorter term goal.、Mm-hmm. Now, let's say they pass that on to their team,、mm-hmm. and that might seem like a really attainable goal for the the business owner. Should they be having their team below them set their own goals to reach that short term goal? I don't know if that makes sense, but should the team below be setting their own goals to make that five thousand dollars per month, or should the、uh, the business owner be making their own goals for the team themselves? Well, I think there are a few schools of thought on that. The one that I have, you know, been that I've seen the most, and the one that I tend to subscribe to, ha- is is one that says, okay, look, if you're as the as the owner going to、uh, establish some some high level goals for the organization in terms of sales growth,、mm-hmm. you've got to make sure that your team members have what they need in order to make that happen.、Um, so,、yeah. so the, your question specifically about do they set their own goals toward that? I think the answer is yes, and I think that would be in that column of these are the things that they need. What they need、mm-hmm. to to make that happen for the business includes goals. It also includes resources. It also includes support. It includes your time as an owner, right? Your engagement to be, you know, talking to them, checking up on them. You can ask them one time at the beginning of this process. By the way, hey, do you have what you need? And they'll look at you and go. They'll look at the goals. They'll look at you and go, yeah, I think so. That、eh, should be good. And if、yeah. you never ask that again, you know that 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 realization evolves. They they you know, over time they 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 start out they they give it a shot they try to work toward the goals and maybe they realize geez you know I need a new website or I need a new you know technology need need a new t- a software solution that 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 won't always be known at the very beginning of the process. So you've got to stay engaged、right. and and make sure again to give them what they need along the way. So that was going to lead into my next question: is what are some strategies we can kind of put in place to make sure. That these goals and objectives are actually achieved or really stayed on track, and you say it just goes back to the communication, right? Yeah, it it has a lot to do with communication. So the way that I th- tend to think about these the goal setting and then and then sort of accountability along a period of time goes back to it's 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 pretty old school at this point in in 2020.、Um, but the Kaplan and Norton balanced scorecard. I don't know how familiar you are with that, but there's there's lots of there's lots of graphics and and You know, out there in the world, and sort of tables and charts that people have developed as a way to organize business strategy. This one is just an—it's been around for a long time. It's super clear to me. So, what it does is it considers that a business has four perspectives that it looks at when it sets goals. The first is organizational capacity. What can we do? Do we have the knowledge? Do we have the technology? Do we have the the human resources? Do we have the capital? So, what can we pull off? The second one has to do with internal processes. So, assuming we have all the capacity that we need, do we have the efficient processes in place that allow us to operate well、um, and deliver and make the most of what those resources are? The third、uh, perspective has to do with the customer, and primarily that's around satisfaction. Do customers like us? Are we delivering what we promise?、Uh, are they fans? Are they detractors? How do the customer feel about us? And then the last and And first, right? So it's kind of like the bottom bottom line is the financial、mm-hmm. performance. So assuming we can, you know, build on those other three, does the financial outcome,、uh, you know, 
follow naturally from those others if we can say yes to those other three. Um, yeah. Associated with each of those then are like key performance indicators. So again, going back to the organizational capacity, you might look at things like employee retention um, with internal processes, you know, lead time on things, unit costs. If your unit costs are too high, can you look at that and say, geez, you know, we can improve efficiency around production of this piece and mm -hmm. improve our unit costs. Um, customer. Uh, so if you're selling uh, a product, you know, maybe you look at level of returns or your, your satisfaction rankings um, or repeat customers, length of contracts, lots of ways you can measure customer satisfaction. And then from the financial perspective, you know, margin is, is, is king, right? And, and yeah. so those are, that's kind of how I would be looking at, uh, at a strategy for a business, but both in the short and long. That's term. good. Yeah. So what are some examples of, of goals? I mean, so for, from what I hear from businesses and it's a popular one is, well, we want to see sales growth, but what are, what are some other areas uh, that we should be setting goals? Um, maybe even personal development as a business owner. What are some ways that you think are great um, or areas that we should be setting some goals in our lives as business owners? Well, you know, I think we have to, to, to give a nod to the sales growth piece, right? So let's start mm -hmm. there. If we're, if we're small business owners and, and you and I both are, and let's assume that folks who are listening are as well. Um, yep. We want to see that sales growth. So that's where we yeah. start. That's the bottom line. So to use your example of the 25% goal, increased goal, um, if we're going to look at that and say, okay, in the, in the calendar year 2020, 25% sales growth. So let's, let's pin that on the wall and say, yes, that's what we're agreeing to. Okay, mm -hmm. let's go down one level deeper. What is it that, let's assume we have a team for like a, you know, a small to mid-sized business. Um, what is it that our team needs to do that? That is the point at which you begin to engage your team because they know, right? They're going to tell you, yeah. and they might tell you right out of the gate, that's not, that's not achievable. <laughs> you know, you can, you can push back a little bit. You can say, all right, uh -huh. well, this is what we're trying to do. So if, if what I'm hearing from you is it's not achievable with our current structure, our current resources, our current staffing, talk they to must me, change tell it. me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, so, you know, and, and so, because it's easy to just say, well, 25 sounds nice. It's a round number. That, that, right. It's not always realistic. <laughs> we're going to do 16.75% increases yeah, here, guys. Okay, let's go for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's important to, you know, it's important to have those, those big lofty goals, but you have to, you have to reality check them with your team who are actually in mm -hmm. the trenches doing this stuff. If you're a very small organization, like I am, I am my team. So, you know, I can, yeah. I can easily do kind of do that reality check and say, all right, in 2020, this is what I want to see. Um, well, I think that's for a lot of business owners too. I think a lot of them have just jumped in. They might be doing things by themselves or yeah. really just a small team below them. So I, I'm glad that you addressed that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. It's important because it's, uh, we don't all have, you know, sales staff. It's not like you can just say, yeah. here's your marching orders. Um, so with respect to that, I think, um, one of the things that, that I like to do with people that I'm working with who have like lists of clients or membership that they're trying to increase mm -hmm. or, uh, accounts that they're trying to kind of, you know, strengthen or grow. Let's just get really super surgical with those. Let's look at every single one and look, let's look at the history of the account and let's say, you know, who, who's managed it? Has it increased? What's the trend line on this? How long have we had this account? Are they, are they satisfied? Are we delivering value? Um, and, and the, you know, there's lots of ways you can get at that answer besides just simply asking the client, but you, you want to do that too. Um, mm -hmm. and then if you feel like the account's in good standing and headed in the right direction, um, start to ask the question, okay, so how, you know, is there an opportunity for growth here? I do not think you can look at, you know, your whole client list or your whole in, in, um, 
excuse me, your whole account list and say, I want, you know, 15% growth across the board for everyone. Yeah. That's not because <laughs> everyone's going to be different on that well, list. Right. Exactly. And and some of them are not in growth mode. Some of them simply won't um, and because yeah. they just don't need any more from you. And they might have mm-hmm. goals that are good goals that they need to work with someone else on. So that's good. You don't want to, you know, that's not where you want to be. But uh, I think that's kind of the way I would be looking at that. Engage the team right away. Look at what's realistic with respect to, you know, very specific components of your business or client mm-hmm. list or however, you know, whatever your work is that you do. And then the question becomes, okay, what do we need as a team or what do I need as a business to, to, to do that? Yeah. So I want to kind of close with one last question when it comes to goals. So when and how many is too many goals and what's going to overwhelm a team or even if you're by yourself, I mean, a lot of small business owners and, and people that run corporations, they have these huge aspirations and they're mm-hmm. these go-getters and that's why they're running the business. That's what they do. But when is biting off a little bit too much and when are we going to be overwhelming our, you know, ourselves, maybe our, our spouses, our family, or the people below us that are, are doing a lot of the work? Jeez, you know, I, I bet if you Googled that, you'd probably find a few different numbers. I, 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 I guess I don't really think that I can, I, I can't think that there's like a magic number, you know, no fewer yeah. than four or something. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably one of those things where you know it when you see it. Um, yeah. I will say the overwhelming, you know, question is a really good one. Um, the, even if you have two goals for the year, they could be too ridiculous, right? They could be too yeah, big, too right. wild. And so, uh, yeah, you, you, you want to check that. Um, you want to make sure that your goals are realistic or if you have like several, several smaller scale goals, but there's just too many of them and you don't have the resources to address all of them in a, in a practical mm-hmm. way, then that, that's not going to work either. Um, a couple of the pitfalls I think that happen sometimes in these processes, even when you've done a really good job of goal setting and you've got all your infrastructure set up, there are two things that happen. One is you, you lose momentum, right? And then the other is sometimes you lose accountability as a result of that. Um, mm-hmm. I would just say that people need to really pay attention to making sure to, you know, plan the work and work the plan. So if you've got, you know, you're scheduling regular meetings, you're scheduling, you know, you're planning for your milestones along the way. Like the example earlier, if you know you want to have a certain sales growth by July and you know that you're going to want to celebrate that, go ahead and get that on the calendar. Like be ready for yeah. it. Um, you know, make sure that that kind of that that regular communication really helps keep momentum going. And then mm-hmm. in terms of accountability, make sure that you're doing regular report outs, make sure that people are accountable, not just to you as the owner, but to each other, because, yeah. you know, they really do want to, they want to impress people want to feel good about what they're doing and they want to feel like they're contributing. And I think that when you're having regular report outs, not in a way to say, Hey, you missed this deadline or, you know, have it be a punitive thing, but simply to just say, Hey, look, I had this goal of this for this month. I'm here to say I didn't hit it. And here's why. Let's have a conversation about what I need, whether it's more time, resources, or what have you. And let's be realistic and work together toward, you know, you know, changing things moving forward. Yeah, that's awesome. Dusty, I just want to say thank you so much for uh, really showing us how we should be setting these goals, both short term and long term, and some ideas that we can use to really strategically get them done. Because that's one thing that I will admit I've actually never done in my business. I've always been someone that's like not much of a New Year's resolution kind of person and yeah. kind of think they're overrated. But in in business, I think it's so important in realizing that, you know, like it's a lot different than just, oh, new year, new me. This is actually projecting growth and giving you a plan more than anything for the new year. And uh, over the past month or so, I've really been trying to bunker down and actually 
really kind of get that plan and see where we need to focus on in the new year for, for my business. And, uh, this just gives me a clear outline and, uh, it's like perfect timing for me. And I know it'll be really awesome, um, for a lot of the business owners listening to hear as well. So I just want to say thank you so much for sharing this with us. And can you, um, let us know where we can find out more about you? Yeah, of course. Um, and you're quite welcome. Thank you for, <clears throat> excuse me, for, for having me and, and, you know, for having this conversation. It is a great Absolutely. time of year and, and then things to do that. Um, so people can find out a little bit more about me and long run communications at longruncommunications.com. Uh, there's info about me, about what I do, a couple of work samples. Um, and I'd be happy to sort of answer questions via that website or, uh, you know, people can find me, my phone number and everything is on there as well. I would love to hear uh, what goals you came up for this year in your business. Um, if you want, you can actually message me on Instagram, on Facebook, or LinkedIn, um, or you can just shoot me an email at sam at oneclick.pro. That's pro. Now, if this podcast resonated with you this week, I really want to know. I love hearing from you guys, and a lot of you have reached out and said some things resonate and some things really stuck out to you. And this is one of those episodes I want to hear what kind of goals you guys have set for 2020 and uh, how Dusty has really helped you lay that out for the year. Um, This episode really made me stand back and evaluate the coming year and what I need to do to focus uh, or what I need to focus on in my business. And I really hope the same is for you. So if you want to learn more about Dusty Hewitt, be sure to visit his website, longruncommunications.com. And one of my goals for 2020 is to grow this podcast significantly. And honestly, you can be a big help with that. So I would love it if you left a review for the podcast and it would be a huge help to get this out to more people. So thanks so much in advance for doing that. And if you'd like to be among the first to receive my next podcast when it releases, be sure to subscribe to the show um, on whatever podcasting platform you are listening on. Thanks as always for listening to the Small Business Made Simple podcast where we believe a website with a clear message never confuses, it beats the competition, and grows your business.